Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Chris from Scotland, who has primary progressive MS. Welcome, Chris. Hello. Could you tell us when you first started noticing your MS symptoms? It was around about 2004. Mm-hmm. And how old were you at the time? Oh, um, that has never been the strong point, but I'd probably be about 55 by then, yeah. Right. And what... Ex- you know, what were those symptoms? Um, just uh, the symptoms came on as uh, um, a sort of problem in terms of my bladder control, um, in terms of um, just feeling very tired and so on. Um, so that's how it manifested. But it was a very slow, progressive uh, sort of realisation that I, I put it down to my age. Mm-hmm. So when were you actually diagnosed? Well, I went for initial um, initial tests in 2005. Um, and the reason I did that is that because I was uh, uh, falling down in the street. Um, you know, people were looking at me as though I was drunk, but I was losing balance and tripping over and falling in the street. Mm-hmm. So I went to the doctor and they referred me on to um, our local hospital to get some tests. And between 2005, it took the uh, neurologist concerned about two years to tell me that I had MS. Okay. And how had your MS advanced by then? What were your symptoms? Well, the symptoms were still there, um, but uh, it's fair to point out to you that I was a busy man at that time. I had three retail outlets. We did lots of contract work and this sort of thing. So I was here, there, and everywhere, and everybody's everybody's point of reference sort of thing. So I was a busy man, and um, uh, a slow realization that I wasn't well uh, ensured that... Uh, uh, I had to make some alternative arrangements for my business, and uh, uh, there was a lot of stress and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, difficult times in those days. Mm-hmm. So between 2000 and I should think 2004 and 2007, uh, 2008, I think it was, uh, took four years basically to. Uh, uh, to realise that I had a complaint that wasn't going to get me better, you know. Mm. So, how did you hear about LDN? My neurologist um, was um, was a total waste of time at that time, uh, and of course, it took took them two years to tell me that I had MS. Uh, so, I invoked my rights on my private health care policy and chose another neurologist to go and see and he confirmed the diagnosis and it was at that time that um, 
the diagnosis of MS. Uh, I thought that um, we could maybe get that sorted out or some treatment sorted out on my private health care. Private health care insurance turned around and said, sorry, we can't uh, cover you for this treatment because you've had symptoms that related to MS. Uh, so as a result, I was then referred back under the same consultant neurologist under the NHS system. He wanted to give me a steroid, intravenous steroid treatment. I forget the name of it now. Uh, over a three-day stay in hospital and so on. Mm -hmm. And I point blank refused to take that because I don't want steroids. So I did a lot of research of my own and came up with the uh, with the LDN uh, uh, remedy, we'd say, or solution. I read a book uh, by uh, an Irish lady whose husband was, I forget the name of her now, but uh, I've still got... Uh, the book is um, Up the Creek with a Paddle, Mary Bradley Yes, Boyle. Up the Creek Without a Paddle, that's it. And uh, I read that and researched even deeper and further into that and decided, well, uh, if if Dr. I think his name was Bihari, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, if it's good enough for these guys, I'll try that as a, as a starting point. Yeah. I started to take it uh, in various sort of... Uh, oh, it took me a while to get my local GP to agree, but they did originally. Uh, the, the, original, the original source of my request for LDN was greeted by the local, one of the GPs in the practice as, I'm not going to prescribe that to you. I've got a, a house, a mortgage and a family to think about and I'm not going to um, to get involved in this sort of uh, uh, quack therapy, you know. Mm -hmm. So I pressed, pressed the point, left the interview with him or left the appointment with him, pressed the point with one of the other GPs at a, at a later appointment. And uh, to be fair, uh, she, who's the senior GP in the practice, uh, saw what I was trying to do, uh, presented her with all my findings, etc. And she had to look down the NHS list of LDN, of uh, prescribed drugs and found LDN. Um, the problem being that LDN, uh, as part of the um, NHS drugs listings, was there, but uh, the filler in LDN was unfortunately as calcium carbonate. And my research through uh, the, um, the drug uh, company in Florida, whose name, again, I can't remember. But, Skip uh, Lens. Pardon? Dr. Skip Lens. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, we had a look at uh, their findings, and I listened to a lot of stuff and read a lot of stuff from them. And went back to the GP and said, um, uh, yeah, that's great if you prescribe the LDN, but can you do it with this filler? So I know instead of have, having calcium carbonate, which apparently is a, um, uh, it's, it's a sort of counteractor to the LDN, it, it negates the effect. I now have a filler which is called Avicel, mm -hmm. um, or, or I've never had anything other than Avicel, to be frank. Um, so Avicel is the is the preferred filler for me with LDN at uh, uh, varying between three and four point five milligrams, depending on how I'm feeling. And so, it's taken, taken once a day. Mm -hmm. 
How did you find... This is all available through my local GP at no cost to me. Mm -hmm. Did you notice any introductory side effects? Yep. I had some great dreams. Um, You know, uh, all sorts of weird and wonderful things for the first few weeks, but that settled down. Mm -hmm. And... um, I now have uh, LDM with absolutely no side effects whatsoever. So uh, ha- has LDM helped you at all? Well, I can only assume that it's had a beneficial effect, not knowing what the alternative would have been had I not have taken LDM and gone for something else. My, my theory, my philosophy on this is uh, that I don't want to uh, ingest any, uh, any stuff that's um, out there on the open drug market, um, you know, for the satisfaction of um, everyone except myself, you know. So I prefer to go with the with a, with the low bang uh, of LDN rather than the the big bang of some of the steroidal drugs and all this mm-hmm. stuff, you know. And um, I can only assume that the LDN is holding on to my MS. Mm-hmm. Uh, condition and uh, preventing it from progressing quite as quickly as uh, I would otherwise normally have uh, experienced without the essential side effects of the steroid treatments. Mm. But have you noticed any improvement at all or have you just no. remained the same? No, um, you know it's clear now that the MS is not going to go away um, but there is no as far as I'm aware, at least, there is no um, uh, there is no sort of uh, remedy that cures this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so my philosophy is that uh, uh, my life's now been modified in mm-hmm. terms of not only the drug and the condition, but also in terms of my workload and work-life balance and all the rest of it. Um, so I just... Uh, I just keep taking the LDN, assuming that it's it's kind of holding on to where I was sort of two or three years ago, you know, yeah. three or four years ago, in fact. But what I was trying to to get there, Chris, um, yeah. this will this will be edited. But have you noticed any improvements at all in your bladder or fatigue or anything? Has it? I mean, is there anything that you've noticed no. is better? No. 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 Okay. And, uh, no. The the answer is the answer is to that that I still have the fatigue and I still have the uh, difficult bladder control and all this sort of stuff um, and uh, you know various other you know essential parts of the MS um, but I've never seen LDN as a cure. Mm. I've always ever only ever seen LDN as a means of holding on to my uh, condition at the point at which I first started taking it and slowing its progression. But most people notice as soon as they start taking it that their bladder starts to improve and the fatigue isn't quite as bad. And I was just wondering in the two years that you'd taken it if you had noticed any easing of your symptoms, not taking them away, but any improvement at all in any of your symptoms? Um, well, as I say, I, it's, I, I remember quite clearly the chapter in the book that said that somebody had said, well, LDN isn't working, so I'll stop taking it. 
and their account of that uh, was quite simply that uh, within three days or so they were all over the place mm. and they went back on the LDN and realized that uh, LDN was in fact helping them. Yes. So I don't want to go down that route. Uh, no. I keep taking the LDN, uh, mm-hmm. keep taking the pills, doctor, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but your symptoms are exactly the same in severity as they were when you started. More or less, I don't see. I don't see that there's been any great improvement at all. And I didn't um, mean great. I meant even slight improvement. No, it's. Uh, you know, I, w- I wouldn't say that it's. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's in any way improved. Okay. I would say that it's held on to. Maybe a slight improvement when I first started taking it. That's for sure. But uh, since then, it's kind of held on to it where where it is, where it's at. You know. Mm. <clears throat> so you think there was a slight improvement when you started? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us, Chris. I really do appreciate it. I'd like to introduce Leah from Ireland. Leah has MS. Welcome, Leah. Hi, Linda. Could you tell me how old were you when you were diagnosed with MS? Sure, I was... Well, I had a probable diagnosis of MS back in about, I think it was 2006, Um, but I only went on to have an actual full confirmed diagnosis in 2009. I think it was May 2009. And how old were you at the time? When I had my full diagnosis, I would have been 33. And what symptoms did you have at that time when you were diagnosed? Um, well, I'd been having since, as I said, since back in about 2006, I'd been having sort of numbness in my fingertips and in my hands and arms. And I was getting heavy legs and kind of uh, just general feet, not feeling very well, fatigued and tired all the time. And then when I actually went on to have a full diagnosis was when I lost the vision in my left eye. And I was diagnosed with optic neuritis at that time. And it was actually by an ophthalmologist who then referred me back to a neurologist. And um, and at that point, they gave me a full diagnosis. But I'd pretty much kind of known since 2006. I was just sort of waiting for the day when I'd get that full diagnosis. So how did it affect you and your, your family being given the the diagnosis of MS? I suppose in a, in a strange kind of way, it was almost a relief to have a diagnosis which to a lot of people that might sound strange to actually be happy with being diagnosed with something like MS but for me it was just more you know being able to then sort of get on with my life and move forward whereas before I kind of felt in limbo because it was like well they keep telling me I probably have but so in, in, in one sense it was good to have the diagnosis but at the same time obviously you know I was I was really upset um, my family obviously tried to put on a brave face but I knew underneath it all they were worried and concerned as well um, so I guess it was kind of a, a I suppose a difficult time for everybody but we got there. And were you married at that time? No I wasn't actually and I, and I have to admit that was one of the things that scared me too because I thought well you know I don't even been with my husband maybe a year at that point and I just thought god you know is it, we, we'd gotten engaged a month before my diagnosis 
um, I suppose a part of me kind of thought, well, you know, is, is he going to stick by me? Is he going to want a kind of an uncertain future, not knowing what's going to happen? But I have to say, you know, touch wood, thankfully, he's been so supportive and, and probably, you know, a, a large part of why I do feel so well. So, you know, that was all good. But we got married then in the November, just after I was diagnosed in May. We got married in November and haven't looked back. So it's all good. And you've got a little girl, haven't you? Yes, I do. I have a little girl, Georgia, who is, uh, she was just a year actually last week. Oh, lovely. So uh, it's fun times in our house. (laughs) (laughs) And how did you learn about LDN? Well, it was kind of an unusual, well, I suppose a different story in one sense. It was actually a family member of mine who had been diagnosed with, um, well, not diagnosed, but she was having some sort of fertility problems and went to see a doctor in Galway here in Ireland who uses LDN in his practice for, for women, um, you know, in his fertility practice. And as part of her I suppose her treatment, he was discussing family history of things and it came about that I had a probable diagnosis of MS at that point and he actually told her that I should be taking LDN and he said, you know, please, please, you know, tell her and get her to take it and it kind of went from there and I, I didn't actually take it at that time, I suppose, because I didn't have a full diagnosis and I I just, I guess, didn't really want to take a medication necessarily, you know, if it wasn't necessary, I should say. Um, but it was only then when I went on to have a full diagnosis in 2009 that it kind of came back to me about the LDN. So I actually contacted that doctor who was Dr. Phil Boy in Galway. And although he has a fertility practice, he was happy to see me um, just because I didn't know of another prescribing doctor at that time. So I went to see him in Galway and that's where I got my very first prescription. And where did you get your prescription filled? It was at uh, Quinn's Pharmacy. Uh-huh, in, right. In um, away as well yes I did go back and attend Phil's surgery on one occasion after I started my LDN just for him to you know see how I was getting on on it and at that time he did say that it would be preferable if my GP could prescribe it for me so I went back to my GP and told her what I was taking and the you know the results I was having with it and she was more than happy to to prescribe it I mean in her own words she said well you know if it's if if you know everybody could take it and look as good on it as I do then she was happy to prescribe it so going forward now my my own GP prescribes the LDN for me which is fantastic and I think you know there probably are a lot of doctors out there that if if patients come to them with the information they probably would be more than happy you know to prescribe it because like that she could see the effects that it was having on me and and again was happy for me to continue throughout my pregnancy taking it so I would just say go armed with all the information that you have and and see your doctor and see if they'll prescribe it for you again you've nothing to lose. So how long now have you been taking LDN? I've been taking it I actually took my first dose in June 2009 and I've been on it the whole time since then throughout pregnancy and everything. Well that's one of the questions that I was going to get around to, to asking, so many people who are worried, you know, they don't know about the fertility side of it, you know, and they've got MS, they're pregnant, and it's a big question, should I stop taking the LDN? How is your pregnancy with taking the LDN? Well, I suppose like other people, I mean, obviously I knew that, that Dr. Phil Boyle used it in his practice and used it for pregnant women. So in the back of my mind, 
I kind of thought, well, it must be okay. But as I wasn't taking it for fertility issues because it was MS, I contacted him and asked him, should I continue? And he basically had said to me at that time, absolutely, not only was it perfectly safe, but in fact, it was probably, um, you know, a, a really good thing to do because he said babies born to mothers who take LDN have stronger immune systems. They're more placid. And I mean, he didn't say how it would affect me in, in pregnancy, but he said it, it shouldn't, you know, there'd be no adverse effects to me. And I have to say, I mean, I completely agree because I had so much energy during my pregnancy. And, you know, as anybody who's had children will tell you, you know, there, there's times during your pregnancy where, where literally you just want to collapse the tiredness. But I didn't really have any of that fatigue at all. And, um, you know, I had 17 weeks of morning sickness. It wasn't all a, you know, a walk in the park. But I certainly felt great while I was taking the LDN during pregnancy. And um, and then when my little girl was born, she was just, as he said, the most placid child I've ever come across in my life. She actually slept through her her heel prick test, through her BCG injection in the hospital, you know, and, and to me, that was just I actually thought maybe there was something wrong with her that she couldn't feel anything. And she's kind of, you know, a year later, she's she's gone on to just be a really happy, healthy little girl. And she's like so advanced in everything. So I firmly believe it's the LDN, but, you know, it certainly has done her no harm or me. So I would be a very big advocate of, of LDN during pregnancy. Oh, that's that's really good. And it's very informative for other people. Did you breastfeed your daughter? I did. I actually breastfed her, I would say, probably up until a week ago when she suddenly decided she's not interested anymore. So um, she's probably, I guess, had the added benefit of my LDN for a further year, you know, through breastfeeding. Well, that's uh, the other question is people are worried about, you know, breastfeeding whilst taking LDN. But how would you say your condition has actually been since you started LDN? I mean, initially, did you have any side effects? Um, I did have, I suppose I had a small amount of sleep disturbance, which I know a lot of people report, you know, um, I'd, I'd wake up quite frequently and I'd find it difficult to get back to sleep. But it wasn't, I mean, it really was quite short lived. I only remember it for a few weeks. And um, aside from that, I did have patients um, for a day or two. Um, which I attributed it to the LDN. But to be honest, I mean, it could have also been just, you know, the anxiety at trying something new and not knowing how it was going to affect me. And maybe, you know, maybe that was more to do with it than the actual LDN itself. But other than that, I certainly had no side effects. Good. Um, did you notice any improvements in your symptoms? Initially, probably not, not straight away. Um, but over time, then, definitely, I did start to notice subtle changes. Um, I suppose the main thing that I noticed was, well, obviously, I had less tiredness. Um, the numbness which I had in my fingertips was pretty much constant. That was something I had all the time. And that had started to disappear. And another symptom which I'd which I didn't have at the beginning of my MS journey, but kind of developed later was bladder urgency and that completely disappeared. So, you know, I'd say I probably had apart from just no further progression. I think I've had um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I can't remember now. Um, I've had some kind of reversal as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it hasn't progressed any further. You haven't no. had any of the symptoms. That's good. No, absolutely nothing. And clear MRI since. 
Oh, fantastic. Mm -hmm. So how would you say your, your life is now compared with what it was like then if you were to sort of compare? Sure, I would say that now, um, whereas before, I suppose I I kind of considered myself as, as having an illness or, you know, having something long term. Now, I don't tend to think about it, I suppose, because I'm feeling so well, it's not really in the forefront of my mind. And then I guess I, I, I personally just have so much faith in LDN that I just have such a positive mental attitude towards it now. And, and I really, you know, some people might say it's naive, but I really firmly believe that I'm not going to progress anymore. I think I feel that, you know, I started LDN literally as soon as I had that diagnosis and you know sometimes I regret that I didn't take it with the probable diagnosis because then maybe you know I wouldn't have had that bout of optic neuritis and that little piece of damage that was done at that time but you know everything happens for a reason and as far as I'm concerned now I just I just live my life I have my happy family I have my little girl and just so much to look forward to and I I can only say that for me it's just completely because of the LDM Mm -hmm. What would you say to somebody else that is newly diagnosed, that is contemplating trying LDM, but is rather scared to give it a go? Well, I suppose the first thing to ask yourself is, you know, what exactly it is that you're afraid of, you know, and, and, and do your research. I mean, I did a lot of research before I took LDM. I, I didn't go into it blindly. Um, you know, I think if you're faced with a long term illness, I just think, you know, give yourself every every possible chance and, and try anything and I think there's so much positivity around LDN and I know through the support groups and even you know Facebook pages there are so many people taking it who can you know who who are examples of what LDN can do and as it is a drug that has so few side effects and you know you're not you're not injecting yourself with with injectable drugs every few days like a lot of the MS medication I just think you've got absolutely nothing to lose to try it and again I mean a drug for me that's completely safe to take during pregnancy you know speaks volumes in itself because so many drugs even over the counter are not you know you can't take them whilst pregnant mm -hmm. therefore if you can take the LDM I think you know it's it's a win-win situation I mean if it doesn't work for you or you're not happy with it then you know you, you've lost nothing. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. My um, pleasure. And may everything go well and sunny for the future. <laughs> no worries. Thank you so much, Linda. I'd like to introduce Patricia from England, who takes LDN for multiple sclerosis. Good afternoon, Patricia. Good afternoon. Could you tell me when you were diagnosed with MS? Oh, dear. I was diagnosed in 1980. And how old were you then? I beg your pardon? How old were you? Oh, um, I am 64. Right. Okay, so... <laughs> I was just trying to work out how old you were at the time. But when you... All right, the truth is I'm 72. Better <laughs> <laughs> make it easier. Okay. So, before you were diagnosed, had you been noticing peculiar things happening to you before you were diagnosed? I was diagnosed, I was living in Mexico and um, I was in the most horrific state. I couldn't walk, My um, it started, um, this started with my hands and my uh, feet going tingly 
which I couldn't understand. I was falling asleep a lot. And um, then I was, um, well, I was unable to walk. Uh, I was unable to walk. Um, right. I was walking, but I mean, I was holding on to everything. Yes. And that was in Mexico. And then I came to England in 1990, and um, I started feeling even worse. I, um, I had a lot of um, problems with my marriage. Well, it ended. And I had cancer when I discovered when I came to Mexico, when I came to England, and I had a, uh, I, which resulted in a urostomy. Um, my um, bladder, I had cancer of the bladder and the urethra, I think it was, tubes, and somewhere else, but I think that's enough. <laughs> okay. Before you found LDN, how would you have rated your quality of life on a score of 1 to 10? Um, how would I, um, 1 to 10, I would say, I would say, Nine? No, nine is, ten is the best, sorry. It I was, said nine. It is nine, okay. So yes. you, were, you were only one off from being the best you could be? Yes. Yep, great, okay. Um, from within, I, I sort of seen the benefits after LDN, LDN within a week. Now, I know that sounds, um, you know, ridiculous, but it's true. I started feeling, um, I thought at first it was because it was a new drug and I was excited by it and all that, you know. But no, I thought I felt a difference. By the end of the second week, I was more, even more uh, sure. And by the end of the month, I was convinced that I was feeling better. Not, nine, not up to nine, but um, I was feeling a lot better. Right, okay. So if you feel a nine taking LDN, what was it before you started? Um, three, four, because okay. I, I, I can only judge this by what I feel, but I couldn't walk at all unless I was holding on to somebody's arm. Mm-hmm. So um, how bad is that? With a walking stick in my left hand and hold the other way around, with holding on to a walking stick in my right hand and holding on with my left arm. Right. And that, and also I couldn't walk very far even like that because some of the worst um, accidents I had was tripping over. In case, in fact, in one case I, tra I tripped over and broke um, my knuckles in the left hand and um, um, my, twisted my wrist and I ended up in hospital. I, it, it's, it was really badly damaged. I had a lot of falls, but I think that was the, no, I had worse ones than that. Um, I fell, um, when I was getting undressed to go to bed, I fell forward on a, um, onto the side of the um, bed cabinet, bedside cabinet, 
and split my forehead open. And yes, um, I, I, it's so long ago now. It seems so long ago that I'm forgetting I was that bad. But yes, I had some pretty awful falls. I could never, I was never able to go out alone. I was terrified of uh, going anywhere. That um, if I got out of a car, because uh, well, I was going by taxi until I got the car. I was terrified that they'd stop where it was bumpy because there was no way I could manage to walk. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, life was pretty miserable. And I live alone, which um, made it even worse, completely alone. And that's what I'm afraid of without my LDN now. I live completely alone. I have um, only one uh, relative who lives 60, 70 miles away. And she has her own life, so I can't ask her. And that's um, one of my fears. Mm-hmm. I was just taken by complete shock when I saw my neurologist a few days, I think it was maybe a week before last, I saw him um, just to show him, well, just to really show him, because I hadn't seen him for a year, and I thought, well, I ought to keep in touch. So I went to see him, and um, he was a little off-handed, though he always is a little bit. And then I received a letter, uh, which was rather strange, because they told me to make an appointment with my doctor, not my doctor, but Dr. Kelly, because my doctor was out of town. He just left for his holiday. And I thought, well, I wonder what they want to see me about. The first thing I thought was my cancer because I've had it twice, and um, I was very worried. And uh, also, this was a a doctor that I almost never see anyway. And she said, well, I've got some bad news for you. I'm afraid your um, LDN has been cut off. And I was just, it took a little while to sink in. And she said, "Um," I said, why? And she said, um, we're sorry, Patricia, we've been uh, fighting for you for um, a long time. Really, we have. I had no idea of that. And uh, your, your neurologist has said no more because there is, and when I said why, because he said there's no evidence that it's working. And I said, but surely I'm evidence alone. Yes. He saw me when I was on my walking stick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so since then, I, you know, I didn't do anything for a couple of days. I was too shocked. And well, now I've come back fighting fit. And I'm going to do the best I can because he, I feel he's playing with my life. Yes. You'll have to have a word um, with your own it, GP. You know, what would he do if his daughter or his wife had it? Yeah. Or his son? I just don't understand. I can't help but feel, um, of course it's not personal, but I can't help but um, feeling that it, it must be, but I know it's not. But uh, why should some neurologists give it and not others? Yeah. I mean, are we allowed it or are we not? Mm-hmm. And if not, why not? Yes. And I know someone... I don't want to get her into a problem with getting her LDN, 
but she's from the same, um, what do you call it, area, in the same hospital or in the same lot as yeah. my doctor, my neurologist, and she's just had hers um, given back to her after, I think, over a year. Hers was stopped over a year ago, and she's recently had it um, returned. Within right. the, I think she got her first lot um, this month or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, isn't that good enough? I just don't understand. Yeah. Doesn't sound fair, does it? No, it doesn't. I live on my benefits, so I'm not, you know, doing terribly well financially, and I just can't bear... Well, my car is parked exactly outside of my house. Now, how far can that be for any of the house without mentioning distance? And there was no way when I got, when I first uh, came to live here, there was no way I could go to my car without, because there's no railing or anything, but there was no way I could go to my car without um, my walking stick. Yes. And I've even started, I... Well, I think I'm still getting better because I've noticed that within the last mm, year, it seems, that I'm not missing my phone calls as frequently as I did. I often, by the time I got to my phone, I'd, um, it would stop ringing. I know you can put a longer ring on it, but, um, um, but you know, that's in the last year, I think, um, it's changed, that... I very seldom miss my phone now. Oh. Yes. Well, good so luck I, with I your own GP. Mm. And let me know how you get on. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for sharing your experience with us. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.